Welcome to this week's episode of BusinessWise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian philosopher and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. Uh, I record BusinessWise on Sunday. Most of you know I release it on Sunday evenings. Today happens to be Easter Sunday. So as I was heading for the uh, recording booth, a friend of mine said, what are you going to do for Easter Sunday? And I'm like, wow, I hadn't even thought about that. So I thought, well, yeah, why don't we do an Easter episode today? So we're kind of changing on the fly. Could be kind of interesting. But I thought it might be fitting to describe your resurrection. You know, it would seem that man instinctively knows that he is on a spiral. We talk about spiraling out of control, don't we? But have you ever considered that you could also spiral into control? Why not? Let's start by defining what a spiral is. Spiral is a, well, it says here, is a definition from, uh, I believe this is Oxford, and a spiral curve, shape, or pattern. So spiral as an adjective means winding in a continuous and gradually widening or tightening curve, usually around a central point. could be about an axis also, so as to form a cone. So you can get a picture of something spiraling upwards would get widening, it would widen more and more and more as a spiral, the curved shape would go upwards. You'd see a spiral forming something like a cone. Going downward, you could see it uh, tightening. The circle is getting smaller and smaller. So you spiral up or you spiral down, okay? Now, the term dwindling spiral is a term that Mr. Hubbard uses fairly often, actually. So this definition is derived from his works. He says here, uh, dwindling spiral, a progressively worsening condition, a phenomenon which stems from the fact that the worse an individual or group or society gets, the more capacity it has to get worse. So you see something, this is dated roughly 1959, actually around the time he wrote the book, Science of Survival, is one of the first places he makes reference to the dwindling spiral. So as a person starts to uh, decay, or as an organization starts to decay, its propensity to decay uh, becomes greater. Uh, you've seen this probably in uh, relationships, for instance. You know. Um, a uh, husband and wife or a couple uh, start to have some sort of a disagreement, and that disagreement then sort of lowers the general enthusiasm, you could say, of the relationship, and then it just gets much easier for somebody else to pick apart something and get upset about something, and now it's even easier to get upset about something, and you see that relationship going on a dwindling spiral, okay? You can see it with a group. You know, a group is... Uh, uh, fairly ambitious. It starts out with a high purpose. It starts out with a high ethic level. And then um, one or two of its members start to take shortcuts, start to do little things that uh, decay the integrity of the group in some way or another. Maybe the service is, uh, and perhaps it starts with a high ideal on the quality of its service and somebody starts to cut corners. So now it just gets easier to cut corners and uh, that group starts on the dwindling spiral. Um, maybe. You've been trying to get in shape. Let's talk about personal now. Uh, you know, so you get up and you're going to work out every morning. And we all know this. You know, you start 
uh, getting a little bit slack on that uh, workout, you get starting a little bit slack on that diet, for instance, now it becomes easier now to, ah, well, you know, I was already slack on that. Next thing you know, he's a little slack on another thing or she's slack on another thing and you hit a dwindling spiral. So that's called a dwindling spiral. As a person gets, as a condition starts to worsen, it gets easier for the condition to worsen. So we call it a dwindling spiral. And uh, that's a pattern. It's a spiral. We'll get more into that in a minute because it is a spiral. You'll see that in a second. But now uh, let's discuss this in reverse. Since we can have a spiral down, is it possible to have a spiral up? In other words, it's rising. It's an expanding spiral. Okay. So uh, that's what we would prefer, of course, to talk about. And to get the idea of this, we're going to go back to the seven division organizing board. We call it the org board, but org stands for organizing, not organization. It is used to organize things. The seven division organizing board discovered by Mr. Hubbard. And now note also that we use the word discovered because like everything else we learned from Mr. Hubbard, including his management uh, technology, we discover that these systems are based on natural laws. When you work it out, anything you study with Mr. Hubbard, you look it up, you uh, pull it apart, you will find it always boils down to basic laws. You will always find this to be so. Uh, now, I'm not going to kid you. Episode 38, Volume 1, entitled What is an Org Board, uh, really needs to be listened to to fully appreciate this episode. If you've never studied the organizing board before, um, I still think you're going to get a lot out of this episode. But after you've listened to it, I do recommend going back to episode 38, volume one, what is an org board? And then you might want to re-listen to this one um, because uh, this could almost be considered like part two of org boards. We, should, we will have to come back to org boards again and again. It's a very comprehensive subject. It's a very vital subject to the Hubbard Management System. It could be argued even that it is the backbone of the Hubbard Management System. But in an article dated 1 May 1965, entitled Organization, the Design of the Organization, Mr. Hubbard lets us in on the fact that when we are looking at the seven division organizing board, we are actually looking at a philosophic system. So he starts out here, he says, and this is the first paragraph of the article, he says, as our org board and org pattern, we have not only an org board, but a, quote, philosophical system, end quote, which gives us the levels of able and extra able beings and an analysis of one's own life as well. That, of course, was from Mr. Hubbard. As an aside, you know, you should take this org board as you study it and compare it to your own operating basis in life because you may be missing uh, one or two of the departments in that organizing board. It's seven divisions, 21 departments, and each department reflects an ability. For instance, there is a department one, recognition, and uh, you may have difficulty recognizing things. You know, you might have difficulty recognizing your friends from your enemies. That would come about in uh, uh, what Mr. Hubbard refers to as an awareness characteristic. And it is also, of course, an ability, the ability to recognize something for what it is. Now, there's, there's 21 awareness characteristics in the 21 departments of the seven division organizing board. You should get to know all of them. We're not going to discuss them particularly here, but just be aware that they do progress 
as a sequence. Okay, so he goes on to say this. When you look at the department names, you can see what is missing in your own life. You can also see where your post or your job breaks down for every job has all these, quote, department names, end quote. I just want to give you another example here. There isn't a single position, there isn't a single person alive that doesn't have a department responsible for enlightening, or you could call it sales in many organizations. But how often do you have to sell yourself? Even as a quote unquote lowly employee, you better learn to sell yourself. You better learn to sell your products. You better be able to get people to believe in you. And the more, and if that department is missing from your personal organizing board, uh, you're going to have a hard time. You're going to have a hard time. So enlightenment is one of the uh, awareness characteristics. It's one of the abilities, the ability to enlighten. You should know how to do that and you should be skilled at it. And that will make you more successful. Every one of these 21 departments. Are. As I say, we're not going to list out each of them, but I'm just giving you enough of an idea of them so you are aware that they are there, all right, and that they move in a sequence. So he goes on to say this. When you look at the division names, you see what the cycle of production must be in this universe to be successful. By studying this, you can see why other businesses fail. They lack one or another of these divisions. Is that so? Is it true? Is it truly a cycle of production? Well, Let's just take a look. Division one in the seven division organizing board is called communications. And that has to do with establishing the communication lines of the organization, the receipt points and emanation points of communication, what we call a terminal. Okay, you better have some of those or you don't have an organization at all. And if you're just a one-man band, you better establish yourself as a terminal and you need to establish your own communication lines or you will not succeed. That is at the beginning of the cycle of production. All right. The second division has to do with sales and marketing. It's referred to as the dissemination division in the seven division organizing board. So very good. Let's consider now that we don't pay attention to the cycle of production and we start trying to sell and we start trying to market without, for instance, an address, without a phone number, without a person to receive phone calls, even if it's yourself, without a reception. You see, it would be impossible. It's impossible to sell or market without communicating first. Thus, the communication division must precede the dissemination division. Okay. And of course, the next division after that, division three, is uh, we call it treasury, it could be called finance, has to do with accruing the energy needed to produce the products, which would be division four. Now, you, many have argued, well, I get paid after I deliver the work. Uh, no, you don't, because if you think about it, even if you have to borrow the money, you might get paid by the customer later, but the finance has to be put together, even if it's at the expense of Home Depot, where you have a credit card, you have to go buy materials, you have to devote your own energy or an employee's energy. Uh, energy, by the way, is one of the awareness characteristics in the third division. So energy is part of that, body is part of that. You've got to start creating things. You need energy, you need a body. Okay, and that starts assembling, then you can get into production. Production, obviously, is one of the awareness characteristics in division four. So is activity. So you'll see that these awareness characteristics, these levels flow through from left to right on the seven division organizing board. Now, this is kind of a review for many of you. Hopefully, it's still interesting. But there's some other aspect to this philosophical system that if you don't get it, you're really going to have a bad miss on it. Okay, And if you really do understand it, 
you are uh, on a rocket ride. Now, any of you who have looked at an organization based on the Hubbard Management System will notice something that at first glance doesn't look right, which is that the seventh division, there are seven divisions, the seventh division actually precedes the first division. If you look from left to right, you're going to see seven, one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, so seven is way over here on the left. And it appears to be the starting point of the organizing board. And in essence, it, it actually is. But let me explain. So Mr. Robert says in this article, same article, he says the board is entered from left and proceeds to the right. So that would then be the cycle of production. He says the board is entered from the left and proceeds to the right. Then he says this next line. He says it is actually a spiral with seven higher than and adjacent to one. What? Yeah, that's what he says. I'm going to read it to you again. It is actually, the organizing board he's referring to, it is actually a spiral with seven higher than and adjacent to one. Hmm. So now you get it, why the seven precedes the one, because what is being uh, graphically represented on two dimensions is not something that is flat. It is a rendering of a spiral, and Mr. Hubbard makes this point by putting Division 7 prior to Division 1. And Division 7 also is apparently backwards, with Department 21 coming before Department 20, coming before, before Department 19. Why is that? You're about to find out. Okay? 21, the awareness characteristic of 21 is source. What's going to start without it having a source point? Even before we started with those communication lines, remember we talked about, you know, recognition, communication, perception. These are the awareness characteristics of division one. So nothing's going to happen without communication. Nothing's going to happen without terminals there that can actually receive and emanate uh, products in public and what we could refer to as particles. Okay. But none of that's going to happen if there isn't initially a source. Someone has to have the idea to create this organization. We're going to start a bicycle shop. We're going to start a restaurant. We're going to start a, a manufacturing company. It starts with a source. It starts with an idea. Okay. And that is Department 21. And then once you have that idea, then, of course, you're going to start having to bring it into existence. That's the next awareness characteristic, existence. You get your legal rudiments in. You start figuring out, you know, do I need to incorporate? What do I need to do? What is the structure of this thing? And then the Department 19, the awareness characteristic there is conditions. So now you want to know, well, what condition are we in? Because now we're going to start managing. Now we're going to start creating. What's the first thing we're going to create? What does Mr. Hubbard say again? It is actually a spiral with seven higher than and adjacent to one. Seven is higher than and adjacent to division one, which is a communications division. So Obviously, the first action of the executive division uh, in the cycle of production, obviously, there is a source, there's the idea, there's the existence, there's a condition. What are we doing now? We are creating the organization, starting with communication division, rolling into the dissemination or sales and marketing division, then the finance division, then the production division, then the correction qualifications division. And then the final division, which is the division six, it's not really the final division, as you'll find out in a minute, 
Division six is called the distribution division. So you are moving from left to right. Your products are moving from left to right. Your your customers or clients are moving from left to right. But guess what? Seven senior two, higher than, but adjacent to division one. And that is where this whole thing cycles around. It's a spiral, but it's a spiral upward. If it's done correctly, if you are putting your division one there and, and getting it to produce, putting your division two there, getting it to produce, putting your division three there, getting it to produce, putting your division four there, getting it to produce. And you do that cycle over and over again and improve it each time as you swing through that spiral. Now it comes to division six, distribution division. Mr. Hubbard wrote a very interesting article about this somewhat later, 30th January, 1969. He clarifies a few things. This is called Public Divisions Org Board, Organizing Board for the Public Divisions, Division 6. He says, there are certain principles discovered which have resulted in the Public Divisions Org Board. The first of these is, and then all capital letters, this is a law from Mr. Hubbard, that which continues in the MEST universe. Remember, the MEST universe stands for MEST, stands for matter, energy, space, and time. So we're talking about the physical universe here. That which continues in the messed universe is the pattern which continues in the messed universe. That's a law. That which continues in the messed universe is the pattern which continues in the messed universe. So with the seven division organizing board, Mr. Hubbard is expressing a pattern that is a part of this physical universe. You'll see that everything goes through this. You as an individual will go through this. You know, you, you arrive at a new job. First thing to do is start establishing your communication lines. Then you're starting to sell yourself. You're enlightening people on who you are. Then you start, you know, you're just rolling through that same. You've got to put your energy into it. You've got to put your body there. You've got to start. You're rolling through each of these divisions personally, okay? But it doesn't stop because he says that which continues in the messed universe is a pattern which continues in the messed universe. So you want to continue in the messed universe. You want your company to continue in the messed universe. You better make sure your pattern continues in the messed universe. So he goes on to say this, our org board up to this point has had a factor missing, which is that it did not reproduce itself. A cycle of action ends in a stop. Those of you who remember, cycle of action, start, change, stop. Stop, of course, is an end of cycle. But you don't want to end your cycle. You want to continue your cycle in the messed or physical universe. You want to continue your survival and the survival of your company, your family, your country, you have to incorporate a pattern which then continues in that universe. How? By reproducing itself. Okay, so he says, an organizational pattern must take this fact into account and be such that it produces other organizations of the same pattern. Thus, you obtain persistence and expansion. So he says, one whole division, the last division is now devoted to this, this is called the distribution division. So the public division was actually originally called the distribution division, and he defines it, quote, from Mr. Harvard, distribution means put it elsewhere so that it will grow there too, end quote. That's from Mr. Harvard. So when you are developing your organizational pattern, you want to make sure that your division six is actually a distribution of your product in such a manner that it will be elsewhere and will grow there too, even if it simply means you are now creating advocates for your services, your products. In other words, you are not done with your cycle of production with a customer until that customer is so strongly supportive that they advocate you and speak of you and refer to you 
refer others to you. Now you've got yourself the product. If they're not doing that, you don't have a product. Don't kid yourself. That person is, you know, you sold them the car, they left the car lot, they have the car, but boy, they're never coming back. Maybe they'll come back, but they're certainly not going to tell their friends about it. it. Wasn't that great an experience? You did not distribute that product. Not really. Because it's not going to, by this definition, you did not put it elsewhere so that it will grow there too. It's not going to grow from there. Now, if you set it up so that you are actually creating pro real products when you distribute those products that people are now bringing in new customers, what did you just do? You just ran your spiral upwards because now the new customers come in, the referrals come in, division one, communications, division two, sales and marketing, division three, finance, division four, um, production, division five, correction, division six, distribution. Now it's going to go out there again and it's going to come back and it's going to cycle again. It's got to be a spiral, but it's a spiral. It's a spiral up or it's a spiral down. That's up to you. It's up to you whether you are going to now Take this cycle of production, take this spiral, and improve on it each time as it goes through. Like you're always working on your division one. What happens if you don't? What happens if you've got, for instance, um, in division two, say a salesperson that you know is kind of crooked, and you're always having to fix their uh, false promises. You always have to fix their uh, you know, jimming around with the credit cards of the customers or whatever you're doing. Guess what? You're starting out on your dwindling spiral there. Because now you're having to compensate. You have to step in. You have to handle. Okay, good. Now your propensity for something to go wrong just increased, didn't it? Because now you're no longer being an executive. You're no longer being the founder. You're no longer being the source point. You're now in there digging around trying to figure something out that you have to now compensate for because your division two has gone criminal. Or maybe it's as simple as, uh, yeah, you know, the finances, you know, division three, you know, people forgot to do the audits. They didn't uh, keep the, check, the the checkbook balance and all that. Now, all of a sudden, you've got an audit from an insurance company or something like that. you got to step all in there. Guess what? You just slipped down that dwindling spiral. So you're taking your spiral down, but you could be taking it up. How? By continually working on these various divisions and making sure your division six is actually a distribution division where it will reproduce itself. It will create advocates for your product. And ultimately, guess what? This is where your new branch offices come from. If you're really expansion oriented and you want to set up new offices, where do you think those new offices come from? From the from your division six, from your distribution division, where that is where they might start out as uh, representatives of yours, sales representatives, maybe to start with, and they start becoming forming uh, offices or forming branch offices, and they hire two or three people. Maybe they eventually become full bona fide offices or branches of your company. This is how you have a limitless expansion by really making sure your division six is such that, quote from Mr. Hubbard, that which continues in the messed universe is the pattern which continues in the messed universe. Our org board up to this point has had a factor missing, which is that it did not reproduce itself. A cycle of action ends in a stop. Don't let your cycle of action end in a stop. Let it end in a start. You know, and now it cycles, reproduces itself comes through again in your division one, all under the supervision of your division seven, which is adjacent to, but higher than your division one. You start to see it as the motive force, you know, the guiding force would be you, your managers, etc., keeping this uh, pattern in operation. Okay, 
So this might be a bit of a new look to the organizing board. I hope so. Uh, but it is the secret to uh, your resurrection here on this happy Easter Sunday. Uh, I wish all of you a happy Easter. I wish all of you uh, success in ascending the uh, spiral. So it is not a dwindling spiral you're on, but an ascending spiral and an expanding spiral. And uh, this organizing board, the seven division organizing board, is the secret to your ascent into your goals and your dreams and all your success. It's a spiral. Just remember that. And it goes seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. All right. That's it for today's episode. Um, thank you for listening. Do uh, leave your comments. Give us uh, likes if you like us. Um, and certainly write us if you wish to. Info at wiseeastus.org. Uh, have a bit of backlog communication there, which we're catching up this weekend. So, um, Hope to hear from all of you. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next week.